Hello, 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 and welcome. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist, and my aim is to change the world one thought at a time. Good day to you. It's Friday. It's Friday. I podcast on a Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday. It's the end of the week, and this podcast is titled, I Can't Stand It. Really? <laughs> Can't you stand it? Really? For those of you who have just tuned in for the first time, my name is Desiree Shaw and I'm a psychotherapist. I vlog and I podcast. I write blogs on mental health and how to manage everyday conflict and deal with life. My aim, again, is to change the world one thought at a time. And for further information, visit my website, www.desireeshaw.com. That's D-I-S-R-E-E-S-H-R-W dot com. So I can't stand it. Hmm. Comfort at all times. Us humans, we, we demand comfort. We demand that we are comfortable at all times. We must be comfortable. This is the problem, see. I must feel good. Says who? We aim to feel good at all times. If we don't feel good, then something is terribly wrong. Our major problem is that we believe that if we are not comfortable, something is dreadfully wrong. And comfortable meaning not just physically comfortable, but mentally and emotionally comfortable. And when we're not mentally and emotionally comfortable, besides being physically comfortable, we find life very uncomfortable. Seasonal affective disorder. (laughs) I used to have this. I used to find that it got to a certain time in the year, particularly around October, which was my birthday, and I'd have a really good time just for that birthday time alone. And then as soon as it was over, the clocks changed. And it was darker for longer. And the day just seemed like it was never going to end. And it was dreary. And I simply couldn't stand it. I used to find that so difficult, particularly as a kid. And um, I used to hate the fact that you'd wake up in the morning and um, if you were, if you had to wake up early and you were an early bird like myself, you had to turn lights on. I really dreaded turning the lights on. I found it to be so uncomfortable. It was really, really uncomfortable. I found that I just couldn't stand it. (laughs) What's so funny whenever I say that is... I remember when I was on my REBT, CBT course, and um, learning about discomfort, which is called and noted as LFT, low frustration tolerance. And I would say to the lecturer, I just can't stand it. And the lecturer would say, what can't you stand, Desiree? I can't stand it. It's awful. What's awful? What can't you stand? There's absolutely no water in the water fountain, and that is just terrible. And he goes, it's just terrible, is it? And I'd say, yes, it's absolutely terrible. What's terrible about it? I can't stand it. What can't you stand? I can't stand it. And he'd say, what happens when you can't stand it? And I'd stop and I'd say, "Um, that I'd burst into tiny balls of fire. And then he said, how many times has that happened? Now, the point he made was, we can stand it. I don't like it. I'm not comfortable about it, but we can actually stand it. And that's true. This time of year comes back around every year. 
And I would find that August, I used to start to become a little bit, a little bit aggy. <laughs> because I liked August. I liked September. October was coming and that meant everything was going to change. It was going to get colder. It was going to get wetter. It was going to, the days were going to be darker. And I was going to feel that way that I really don't like feeling. And what is that? I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. And I just want summer to come back. I just want it to be spring. I'd spend the year living for March and April. (laughs) And when March and April would come, I'd be so happy. Because in March and April, you knew. After March and April, it was going to be May. And it was going to be June. And it was going to be beautiful. And then you have the realisation that you live in London, UK. (laughs) (laughs) and May could be very similar to October (laughs) but the difference was it was brighter and I really did love the brightness now I couldn't stand the darkness but I could stand the darkness how many times do you go through a situation thinking to yourself I simply cannot stand it I cannot stand this I do not like it I want it to end now How many times did that happen? How many times did you find yourself believing that because the situation had got so bad, it was so uncomfortable, that it was just catastrophic and absolutely terrible? And you got out the other end and you realised it wasn't nearly as catastrophic as you thought it was. How many weeks have you started on Monday and you thought, I just can't stand this week. I cannot bear it. This is just going to be the worst week ever and I do not want to deal with this week. Only to get to Friday and and breathe a sigh of relief and actually say to yourself, I did it. I actually did it. I feel, I feel quite good about myself. I did the tough week. And then you did it and then you got up and you got through it. This is actually quite, this is quite interesting, isn't it? When you realise that the week that you thought was going to be so bad wasn't so bad after all because the problem there is LFT LFT low frustration tolerance the overriding feeling that you just simply cannot stand it and when you just cannot stand it things feel absolutely terrible and you just want it to be all nice all the time Every single day for the rest of your life. Some people go to work seeking to earn lots of money for the idea in their head is that everything will be absolutely perfect. Once they earn all this money, everything's going to be fine. Everything, everything, absolutely everything. It's all going to be all right. And then you start earning money, it's not enough. You need more and you need more. And the frustration that you just can't get enough is that it's just too much to bear because things are going to be terrible based on what? Nearly, you know, based on what life is, you know, life is pretty unpredictable. And just because you do one thing over and over again in a hope to gain something from it doesn't mean it's going to make everything absolutely perfect. And doesn't mean you can't stand it if it isn't absolutely perfect. To equate your feelings and to a simple I can't stand it and therefore live in a direction that things must be comfortable create so much rigidity, (laughs) that word is always difficult for me to say, rigidity, I'm a fallible human being, I make mistakes, it creates 
it puts you in a box and um, it's tight and you just can't fit. I mean, we don't fit into boxes. We're, we're human beings. We're not made to fit into boxes. And um, it puts us in a situation where um, we must get this one thing the way that we want it. Otherwise, everything is really, really, really bad. And when we start seeing life from that perspective, we remain in a state of discomfort, creating unease and disturbance for ourselves. Now, psychological inflexibility. This is the irrationality. Things must be this way. LFT follows with it a set of um, demands. I must, I should, I need. This must be this way. Otherwise, everything is going to go wrong. And if everything goes wrong, then that means, and we start adding our irrational, irrational thoughts and processing, creating even more discomfort, creating even more distance between us and the other person. When, when we're in a conflict situation and we just can't stand it, and it's absolutely terrible, it becomes even more so the more you think about it because you ruminate about everything that is terrible and you focus on the demands, the must, and how you just can't get your needs met. And it's absolutely terrible. But is it? How terrible is it? When we recognise that we start each day with an option and we have options throughout the day, even within the constraints of the tasks that you have to do, there are still options. You still have choices. And those choices may not necessarily mean that you're going to have a great, wonderful time. But it does actually mean you can choose something that you probably will find that you can actually stand. And that you can actually tolerate. And it isn't as bad as you thought it was. When you buy into unhealthy thinking patterns or stories about something, then you just can't stand it. Yeah, You just cannot stand it. I remember when I was young and um, I used to work in Ryman's. One of my first jobs when I was 16. And Saturday morning would come. I used to go to sixth form Monday to Friday. I used to go Brits in Croydon. And that was real good fun. Then on a Saturday I would go down to um, Ryman's just to earn my little side money, as you do. And I found waking up six days a week early really impossible. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> I actually couldn't stand it. And I thought, if I ever have to do this again, I'm actually going to self, self-destruct. The idea of having to do this job was painful. And I couldn't stand it because I believed that I'd already done five days of waking up early. Why shouldn't I add a number, number six on top of that? This is awful. Just couldn't stand it. I found it so difficult to last through the day. It was quite an interesting concept because I was so rigid about how I went to work and mainly because I hated the job. I mean, working, those of you who do work in the stationers, I'm sure you love it. However, I found standing in a shop to be the most mind-numbing experience ever. And I couldn't stand it. That wasn't true. I could stand it. I simply didn't like it. And I didn't like it because... I found it to be physically uncomfortable and very, very, very boring. And the fact that I was doing this job, I was looking at my friends who were working in really cool, funky places like Gab, 
and everything looked so much fun in Gap. And Gap was way better to work in than Ryman's. And I just couldn't stand the fact that I had to work in Ryman's and they got to work in Funky Gap. I couldn't stand it. Did I burst into flames? No. (laughs) No. I could only see one story, which was the one I was telling myself. And it was terrible. It was really bad. Or so I thought. My, My mind would travel into the future when I would get to work and I just couldn't stand it. And this is what we do. And we just can't stand it because we're psychologically inflexible. You cannot allow a different outcome in the situation or allow what's happening now to just be and move on and just be and move on. Instead, that was me focusing on every negative aspect of what I absolutely could not stand. Very difficult. Very difficult. And we do this. We do this as we get into work and we find that there's somebody that we just cannot stand. Or we have that conversation with somebody we know in our lives and we just cannot stand. It. So we build on the fact that we can't stand it. We build on the stories that we tell ourselves all the while believing we cannot stand it. When actually, we can. We just don't like it. There's a difference. <laughs> you not being able to stand something and you not liking something are two different things. This is where you create your own psychological flexibility. The rationale. When you're rational, you actually find that you can manage things a lot better. You can, you can even find comfort in it. And here's the trick when you're in an uncomfortable situation. It's all in how we think. So when you think you can't stand something, guess what happens? You tell your whole body that you can't stand it. And therefore, everybody gets involved. Everybody, like you've got little tiny people inside your body. Your whole system gets involved in this feeling that you can't stand it. And this is where your fight, flight, freeze kicks in. So when you can't stand something, you'll go to your go-to fight, flight, freeze, which will be either to run, hide, or fight. Okay? And often, when we go to one of these knee-jerk reactions, it's not really the reaction. We're dealing from a place of irrational thinking and unhealthy negative emotions. Now, when you take yourself to a place of rationale and you start actually thinking to yourself, I can manage this even though I don't like it. In fact, you find comfort in the discomfort, and finding comfort in the discomfort sounds bizarre, but you can. You can find comfort in the discomfort and stand it. Because the truth is, the more you tell yourself you can't stand something, the more frustrated you will feel, and the more annoyed you'll be. Repeat something to yourself over and over and over again, and see how easily and quickly is for you to buy into that concept I can't stand it I don't like it I won't do this this is terrible guess what happens you start believing and going through that thought process however change your language change your thoughts change your language change your actions okay I can't stand this turns into I do not like this I would prefer this to go the way I would like it to go. However, if it does not, it does not mean that this person is bad or I am bad or anything is terrible. I can, I can deal with this. It's not the end of the world. And I'm fallible. And so are they. And move on. Turn your I can't stand into I'd prefer if this wasn't happening, but I can tolerate it. When you find you've got a demand of any sort, 
and you start telling yourself, I must, or I need to, or this should be this way, or I cannot stand it this way, just turn it into a preference. Preferences are much more flexible. They're much more rounded. Their edges, they, it's not a box. It's like a real rounded, stretchy, cuddly circle that expands to encompass all. And when it isn't stretched to full capacity, it is just relaxed and still soft and comfortable, even amongst the discomfort. That's the difference between being psychological, psychologically flexible or psychologically inflexible where you're stuck in a cardboard, wooden, jagged-edged box which has pointy things, and as soon as you touch the edges, it becomes even more uncomfortable. That's the demand. That's the I can't stand. When you go into the I can stand, because you're preferring, and your, your tolerance is no longer low frustration tolerance, it's high frustration tolerance. And once you get to that place, you'll notice that you'll actually release a whole series of thoughts and feelings about everything. And nothing will feel as bad as you thought it was. Because nothing is that bad. No matter how bad it actually is. It's never that bad. So, as you go through today, it's a wonderful Friday. don't know, for some people it's TGI Fridays. I'm looking outside and it's grey and it's dreary. <laughs> and it's all the things that I would tell myself I just can't stand. That's just not true. Because I can Having raised my low frustration tolerance to high frustration tolerance and be preferring in all, in all aspects, I manage much better. So, my words to you are, yes, you can stand it. Test yourself. Put yourself in a tricky position. And then start, start repeating, I would prefer it to not be this way. However, if it is, it's not the end of the world and I can stand it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I appreciate your ears this morning. My name is Desiree Shaw, I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and podcast on ways to deal with mental health. At the moment I've got a drive forward with men's mental health being at the forefront. It is November, which is a month where we focus on supporting men through mental health challenges. Visit my website and find out what is going on. I've got a few things happening that are coming up soon, this month, later on in the year and the beginning of next year. Because 2020 is here. And the aim is to have 2020 emotional vision. <laughs> 2020 vision for 2020. I think I might vlog about that. Could you imagine? Specsavers are going to have a right treat with 2020 next year. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. Find me on my website, www.desireeshaw.com. That's D-I-S-R-E-E-S-H-A-W.com. Find me on any social medias. My name is just simple, Desiree Shaw. I'm on a mission to change the world one thought at a time and make therapy accessible because I think it should be. I love giving back and I love what I do. Thank you so much again for listening. Bye for now.